everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. The reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. And isn't that the freaking truth? This last week has been one for the freaking books, but uh, the thing that came out the most last week was a very deep-rooted insecurity within me that I think would greatly impact a lot of you to hear the story around and just how I was honestly able to tackle it. And we're going to get to that. But first, let's go ahead and shimmy into the taco of the week. Has anyone ever been to Fuzzy's Tacos? I I know that people in Colorado that have been to Fuzzy's Tacos before, it's kind of like a very 50-50 review. But if you have, or if you haven't for that matter, go try their tacos. And there is a taco called their Spicy Pork Taco. It's so delicious. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to replicate this because like, why not? It's freaking delicious. So that is the recipe that I have for you guys this week. Go and check out the show notes to grab the recipe card before you leave the episode today. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the topic of this week, which is basically the continuation of what happened last week. (laughs) So if you can remember from last week, the story that I shared on the podcast was about the fact that I was in the middle of a busy weekend. It was a competition weekend, and I had my car break down, my engine overheated, which, by the way, for any of you that were curious, it was my water pump that broke. Uh, So that was the problem. So the car is now drivable, which is great. Um, But then literally before I was able to get my car fixed, the car that I was borrowing also broke down. So within a matter of 48 hours, I have two cars that are breaking down. I feel like I can't be productive or get anything done. And it was just a whirlwind of uh, emotions in a situation. Well, that was Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Let's just get to the rest of the week (laughs) because it really, when it rains, it freaking pours. Can we just say amen to that? So without really sharing too many details here, because this not only involves, you know, a more personal part of my life, but it also involves personal parts of other people's lives too. I don't want to say that a relationship went south because it definitely didn't. Um, Everything is fine. But a relationship hit some turbulence um, where we both had to press the pause button and when it's someone that you truly care about, like this person is woven into a lot of different parts of your life, um, it's a hard it's a hard season to go through. And so on top of being emotionally charged from everything I'd went through, you know, the few days before, here I am having one of my favorite humans in the entire world going through things. I'm going through things. We have to press the pause button on life. And you kind of just feel lost and you feel lonely. And uh, even though everything was fine and I knew that everything would be fine and that we would work things out, your mind still wanders. We're human. Our brains are literally wired to seek the negative, to look at the lack. And so here I am, you know, a day later trying to really grasp like what happened the day before And my mind is just wandering and it's telling me these stories that I am just terrified of because clearly I care a lot about this person and the feeling is very mutual, but not having this person in my life or having this this opportunity that we both have been opened up to, watching that go away, it it would just eat me up alive. (laughs) It would eat me alive, truly. 
And so for those last few days, for the last few days, really, um, I have been dealing with this deep-rooted insecurity of not being enough. And this is something that, you guys, it goes way back when. And I think this is an insecurity that a lot of people struggle with. So I hope right now through this background that I'm going to give you that you can relate to it and be like, wow, I'm not alone. And this is how I could actually take step forward and being able to tackle that, which is what the topic is for today is how to tackle I'm not enough. So ever since I can remember, like, gosh, I was a dancer for so long. I had just a different lifestyle than most people. I was in competitive sports. So when I wasn't in school, I was either at a team practice somewhere or I was competing or doing homework. Didn't really have a ton of a social life. Like my friends were the people that were at the teams or on the teams that I was competing on. And so my lifestyle just looked very different. And when you live a very competitive lifestyle, like when all you're involved is competitive sports and it instantly becomes a comparison game, or when you really don't have much of a social life outside of those things to begin with, and you kind of don't know, I don't want to say how to interact with other people, but like you just don't have that experience or background and you go into things like middle school and high school <laughs> where peer pressure and people, and specifically when I mean people, women are just freaking mean. It, it was tough. Like, I can't tell you how many times I was treated terribly where nasty things were said behind my back. I mean, I'm not an anomaly here. I'm sure you have plenty of these stories. But what happened in those moments of my life really carried with me all the way throughout college and even impacted some of my relationships in college to where I would be worried that I wasn't enough for my friends, that I wasn't going to be enough for them and therefore that they would one day just be like, eh, we don't need to put effort into her. Let's just walk away from the situation and go to someone that's cooler or more my style. Like this is literally how my brain operated. And so from all of that, you know, that also transpired into my romantic relationships. Um, you know, from the few romantic relationships that I've had, I've had this deep-rooted insecurity that I don't want to say caused this, but yes, I've been treated not very well, hence the toxic relationship that I was in. He cheated on me multiple times, and yet I still stuck around because I had this feeling, this insecurity of I'm not enough. This is all of my fault, so therefore I need to stay in this to prove or to prove that I'm enough or to become better or whatever bullcrap excuse was going on in my mind. And so long story short, which that still was a long story, but I'm hoping what you can see from this is your past really can, can influence your future. It can influence the present moment, but only if you allow it to. And so this last week when this situation happened, I had to go head up with it. I had to face it in the eyes and be like, this isn't a matter of me not being enough. This is me addressing an insecurity that needed to be addressed a really, really long time ago. And so today, that's what I really wanted to talk about was share that short story with you, hoping that it resonated or made some sort of sense through all of my mumbling. And I just want to give you some things to consider. You can look at these as steps. Um, hopefully these steps allow for you to take some sort of action or to really reflect so that way you can make progress, especially if the insecurity you're dealing with most right now is I'm not enough. And it's not about just I'm not enough in my relationships or in my friendships, but I'm not enough at home. I'm not enough at work. You fill in the blank. If you just struggle with that, this one's for you. So with that, if you find yourself struggling with these deep-rooted insecurities of I am just not enough, 
The first thing that I will ask is for you to get really freaking clear and know who the heck it is that you are, to do some self-discovery, some time with yourself, to figure it out who it is that you are and accept it 100%. You guys, we have such a deep-rooted need to be accepted and loved that we will do anything. We will change ourselves just to get it. And when we do that and when we act out of character in our not authentic way, when we are not truly authentic to ourselves, it creates this dissonance. Truly, it's a fact, guys. It creates this cognitive dissonance within our mind because how we act or how we behave is not aligning with what's really true to us. And when you experience that dissonance in your life, you start to feel lost. You start to feel almost lethargic and this lack of energy. You start to get anxious and stressed out and overwhelmed. And you're not able to, again, act from your truest self. So there's probably some of you right now that are thinking, great, that's awesome. I need to find who I am and know who that is and accept it. That's awesome. But how do I actually do that? What I want you to ask yourself is when is the last time that I have truly experienced that dissonance where it just felt uncomfortable for me to be in my own skin or just how I behaved, how I acted, like it just made me sick. I want you to go back and really evaluate that situation and just reflect and seeing, wow, I did not like the way that I acted in this way or the way that I behaved in this way. And instead, if I could rewrite the script, which granted, we can't and we can't regret anything here, but we can learn something from it. What I can learn is that this is not me. And instead, this is me. This would be me if I was acting from my most genuine, authentic self. And what you'll find is that success leaves clues. So really take down those clues and start to build sort of like this avatar of yourself, right? Of this is when I feel my truest self. This is when I feel really good. Another question that you could ask yourself is if I was to do anything right now and put aside all opinions and judgments, what is it that I would do? How would I act and behave daily? Who is it that I would be? Who is it that I would become? Ask yourself those incredible questions and go all out. Don't think about anyone else because guess what? It's not their life. It's yours, right? And if you want to find the most genuine, authentic version of you and know that and accept the heck out of that person, these are the questions that you need to ask yourself. And once you reflect on this, what I want you to think about now is think about a time when you were the most authentic you. What outcomes came to your life and how did you freaking feel? Because my guess is that you felt on top of the world, like you were floating on cloud nine. That right there is going to help you accept the person, this avatar that you're building of this is who the most genuine, authentic version of Kayla is. And I'm going to accept that person because when I do, this is what happens. You've got to look for the proof. You can't just say, I'm going to high five myself in the mirror and accept myself and love myself you're not going to believe it. Your mind's not going to register it. But if you go back and if you search for the proof and you associate it with the person you want to become and then take action on that to prove that it's possible, holy cow, you guys, it is going to be such a powerful, impactful process for you that's going to allow for you to really find who it is that you want to be and who it is that you are and love that person like no other. So that was honestly the first thing that I did is I had to go back to who is Kayla? 
Who is the Kayla that I have worked on building tirelessly day in and day out from the workouts that I've done to the personal growth that I've done to all of the obstacles that I've overcome in my life? Who is that person? And I need to come back home to her. And the second thing that I did is I had to keep my freaking promise to myself. And that's what I'm going to ask you to do is to start keeping your promises to yourself. When you do what you're saying you're going to do, you start to create this momentum in your life and you start to actually do more. And then you start to really live your life on fire. But (laughs) when you don't do what you say you're going to do, you beat the crap out of yourself. More than what's necessary, should I say. (laughs) And you slowly pick away at your belief in yourself and the confidence that you have within yourself. So it's no wonder when our mind does these cute things to ourselves of you're not enough of this, you can't do that, you're not capable of this. It's no wonder why we can't pick a fight up against it is because we can't even keep our own promises to ourselves to prove that we are, that we are enough, that we are worthy, that we are capable, that we are courageous, fill in the blank. Doing this gives you the proof that you have your own back. And it gives you the confidence to act in the most authentic way. And what it also does is it attracts the right outcomes, the right people to your life that you could actually share it with. So here I ask you, what are the promises or things that you've wanted to do that you just haven't gotten to either because you were too busy taking care of others or you were wrapped up in life? You had guilt, you had fear, whatever it was. What are the promises or things that you've really wanted to do? you just haven't gotten to yet. Start there and make the commitment to yourself of I'm going to pencil this in to my schedule and I'm going to show myself that I can keep my promise, that I can show up for myself today. And some ideas if you're like, I'm kind of lost, I don't really know, or maybe I'm not really sure if this fits along the lines of what you're asking for. Some ideas would be to actually start a routine that's focused on you. Go invest in something that you've really wanted to invest to, but you've been so worried that you would disappoint yourself if you didn't use it or if you weren't spending money on someone else or paying the bills or taking care of other people. Go take yourself out on a freaking date. Just you, yourself, and I. (laughs) Go out there and do that and spend time with yourself rather than answering to the demands of other people and life. So those are just a few of plenty of ideas that I hope sparks the idea train that you can just say, hey, this one thing, and I I honestly ask you guys that you keep it to the one thing because we're really good at doing too much and overwhelming ourselves. But this is the one thing that I'm going to make the commitment to and keep my promise to myself. But here's the thing, is it can't just be once. Things aren't going to change overnight when you do it. It takes consistent action. It takes small, consistent action of that one thing in order to see the outcome, in order to build the belief, in order to actually truly keep your promise to yourself. And promise me, you're going to want to stay consistent with it because as you start to keep the promise to yourself and you do build the beliefs, you're going to start to take more action. You're going to start to lean into fear more and take more risks. And what that's going to do is open you up to so much opportunity, it probably is going to rock your socks off. You're going to level up so much that you're going to have a whole new set of obstacles and challenges to overcome. And if you don't spend the time keeping the promise to yourself, building belief in you, (laughs) you are not going to be able to feel prepared or ready to take on those challenges. So I hope that makes sense. And Again, that was literally the next step that I took was once I was like, okay, 
this is how I want to show up. This is the person that I want to be. And this is the true Kayla. Then I was like, what's going to allow for me to keep my promise to that Kayla and show up as her? And I went to my all you need is strength challenge. I went back to, I know I got to get good sleep and I've got to rest and I've got to recover my mind and my body. And I know that I need to keep moving throughout the day and take intermittent breaks and go on walks. I also know that I need to move my body and to challenge myself in a way that makes me feel freaking strong and powerful. Like these are just the few things that I did and they took me minutes, minutes And they saved my freaking life last week. And I got very emotional in a group that I was doing this free challenge out of. And I was like, guys, if I didn't have this, I wouldn't have a life raft right now. So keep your freaking promise to yourself. And the next thing that I did, which is the final thing that I really want to share with you guys, is I had to start detaching my personal value from the external world. And what I mean by that is I had to stop thinking that my value, that success, that in order for me to really feel good or find joy in this area of my life that I needed to have that person around, to be texting them constantly or to have like love, affection, whatever it is, right? I'm just giving different examples here so that you can kind of paint your own picture, but you have to detach yourself from other people's opinions, from the external world, from social media, whatever it is that you are getting your validation from. And you've got to find the validation from within. And don't get me wrong, you guys, it feels really good when we get that words of affirmation from someone else, those compliments. And yes, as stupid as it is, it feels good when people support our posts on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. It's so dumb, but it's true, right? Because we have that deep rooted need for acceptance. And right now, our acceptance and best way to connect is through those through those platforms, right? So it sounds ridiculous, but it also makes sense. But on the flip side of that, when you don't have all those things coming towards you, when you're getting rejected, when life hits the fan, yeah, if that's what you're measuring your success on, your value on as a person, if that's where you get your joy, your life's going to tumble. And so again, I was I was outsourcing my joy at that point to something that was making me feel really good in the moment, but I can't depend on that person to always bring me joy. I've got to go and find it for myself. And let me be clear, this is not about putting less emphasis on the people around you and your relationships. This isn't about lowering your expectations and your goals and your hustles. Like, this is actually the opposite. It's instead priming you to be in the right state to take more impactful action. And what I mean by that is when you are finding joy for you, when you are finding your own value within you for you, You don't need anyone else's opinion or compliment or whatever it is out there to help you take action. You just do it because it's in line with who you are as a human being. And if you haven't heard my talk on primary questions, I'm going to give you a little dose of it right now. And I'll do it through an example of what my primary question is. My primary question is, how can I inspire and give even more joy in the world right now? I believe that joy is true fulfillment in my life. And so I want to spend as many days as I can, not only seeking it and experiencing it for myself, but being able to give it outwardly to other people. And I know if I ask myself that question and I put aside all judgment, all opinions, just everything else, all the noise aside in my life, and I ask myself that question and I just operate and reflect on it clearly from that right state, I'm going to automatically do the right things. 
And so your primary question is the question that you ask yourself in order to align your actions with your most truest self. So at the end of the day, you're not looking at numbers. You're not, you know, determining your value on whether or not someone gave you a high five at work or a compliment or recognized you. Yes, again, those things are very nice, but you got to recognize yourself. You got to give more credit to yourself. You got to celebrate yourself. And if you live in in line with that primary question and you do the actions that are in line with that primary question, you're going to feel so good and you're going to celebrate yourself that all of that other stuff is not even going to freaking matter. But that's honestly, you guys, that that's it. That's what I did. And did things change over the last seven days? Not overnight, no. I, I still am dealing with a little bit of that and have some anxious <laughs> anxiety from it, of course. Like things are not going to change right away. But did I learn a ton? Did I become 1% better than I was the day before? You betcha I did. You absolutely betcha I did. And so with that, I hope that these three things give you a starting point, that you're able to ask yourself better questions to give yourself better answers. And I'd like to leave you with this quote that really, really hit home with me last week. When you know who you are, you become empowered. When you accept yourself, you are purely invincible. And I hope today that this made you feel freaking on fire, knowing that you are the only person that can change the situation and how freaking cool it is that you get to flip the script today. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you. And I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Taco About It Tuesday. See you then.